I, I was like, oh, you don't have the shoe? She saw my indicators and my face go, oh, man. Well, okay, I'll, I guess I'll walk around. It's like, don't worry, though. I got an idea. You know, it's like she, was, she, she got the sale because she just controlled the whole thing. I was like, wow. great. That was so smooth. She was one of the best salesmen I've ever seen. Wow. And she should be working with me. <laughs> we should start a business together. Should, yeah, no, but it's, you know, it's just uh, think, you know, you, you've got to always think of solutions. And that's uh, people who think like that yeah. uh, are going to get what they want. Nice. And they're, they're, they're going to get the sale. Welcome back to another episode of Successful Solutions, the podcast where we show you how to make action your greatest habit. Brian, my guest on here today, met and I about three years ago, and this episode was recorded about a year ago, <laughs> and fortunately, I figured out the right daily actions to get this thing recorded and finally released. Brian is a great guy. He's fun to talk with. You're going to enjoy his sense of humor. And he's really good at sales. He has such a high closing percentage. And the thing that you can take away from this is he's really good at closing on other people on what he wants to do. And so you can use that in your day-to-day -day life so that way you can get your way. <laughs> Overall, he's very enlightening on the things he shares. And I just feel fortunate to have him on as a guest. So keep being awesome, my friends, and enjoy the show. Cheers. So Ryan, tell me, you're, I know you're from California. Yeah. What part in California? Born and raised in Los Angeles. Lived there pretty much my whole life. I mean, mm. I'm 32 now. Mm -hmm. I lived there all the way up until I was 28. Mm. And then I moved out here to Clearwater. Oh, wow. And what caused you, what were some of the reasons that you came out here for? Do you think? Well, the biggest reason was then girlfriend, now wife. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had met uh, while she was visiting in LA and, you know, with social media, we just stayed in contact and uh -huh. yeah, we, we were doing the long distance thing for about a year and a half. And then, you know, I just, I was ready for a change and... Mm -hmm. She was kind of really set and, you know, had family here in Clearwater and uh, uh, she had a job and in a group she really liked and, mm -hmm. you know, I was kind of at a point in my life where I was ready to, to make the, the plunge. Nice. <laughs> if you, that's what you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. good for but, you. But uh, yeah, it, it was a great transition. Recently got married about a year ago and we just had our first child. Congratulations. Couldn't be happier. Nice, man. When I really started taking off and, and really learning a lot about sales and, mm. and how I can be really good at it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Were there certain things that helped or assisted you with getting better at sales? Like what was, I know you, you've always been really good at it, but mm -hmm. you just like in, in just recent, more recently, mm -hmm. you've really done well at it. So I'm curious. Yeah. I think there's a couple things. You know, when I worked in LA, mm -hmm. um, I... I just wasn't as driven, you know, I kind of took it uh, for granted that I worked at a family business and I just, um, you know, I, you know, I, I wasn't implementing uh, sales techniques to really get um, the biggest uh, return back on a sale. And, and I would mm -hmm. let prospects go. I wasn't following up. Uh, but when I came out here, uh, I think there's accumulation of getting married. Mm -hmm. uh, having a child mm -hmm. and a little baby at home yes <laughs> uh, build up that necessity level uh. but uh, I really wanted to become great at the job I was working at mm. and one of the 
um, benefits of selling well at this company I work at is you do get uh, you get a bigger bonus if you if you can increase your ability to close. Uh-huh. So I started really putting attention on it. Uh, you know, over the last year and a half, it was really about uh, beginning of 2020 when I really started uh, taking a bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was asking a lot of people who had worked at the company uh, that you know I work at now and who are doing well, and you know I was getting their advice. Mm. Started really uh, doing a lot more drilling on uh, my sales process, and I had read a few books. Uh, you know, I don't know if you knew Grant Cardone. Yeah, you know, he's a sure. big sales guy. He's got this big sales um, course he does. Mm-hmm. But I read a couple of his books. You know, the the Ten X Rule. Uh, seller be sold you know that was nice uh, I also just started following people on social media mm-hmm. who are a lot more uh, sales driven and, and kind of have that sales mentality you know I just started reading some books one, you know how to win friends and influence people that's a nice uh, book yeah 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 I agree <laughs> you know just that. just you know uh-huh. ways that you can you know better communicate to people mm-hmm. and you know that's really what selling is is being able to listen and communicate hmm. An accumulation of you know the getting married, just kind of taking to another step. I, I really needed to increase my income, and I just really wanted to be uh, the best it can be mm-hmm. at at that position nice. where, where I still am now. Nice. Yeah. Good for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, nice. I was I was kind of bragging to you earlier about yeah. my uh, awards, or you know, I I can kind of share that if you want. Please. You know, I yeah, as I had mentioned earlier. Where I work now, there's about 40 sales reps, and um, for the year of 2020, I won an award for the top closer. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I closed the highest out of all the reps, and then for the first quarter of this year, I've held that position, and then the second quarter, I've also held that position. So, mm. and I kind of set a, a company wide record of, of highest closing percentage in one month, mm. which was over 46%. I want to reiterate how big of a deal that is because normal closing percentages are usually around what range? Normal closing, the room average right now for the month of June is 21%. Okay. I closed at 44%. Right. So you're closing more than double. More than double. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely a a big deal. You know, the the managers come up and be like, wow, you know, you're doing great. I kind of broke a a company record of, of closing over 40%, the most amount of months uh, that any rep has ever done mm. in the company. So it's kind of, it's nice. You know, it's nice to be able to uh, kind of meet that, figure out what is needed, especially for that job. You know, it's all phone sales. Okay. So I'm not necessarily, you know, meeting with people face to face, but, you know, the phone is such a big tool. And, and if you can kind of master uh, how to do that on the phone uh, naturally and smoothly, you know, you, you'll be able to do it. Yeah. So, and it's interesting because I remember you talking with me. The original thought process behind a salesperson was actually a helper. Like he helps. Yep. You do something, and I've looked up the definition of helps, and it is to make something easier for somebody else. So you're guiding them towards a decision that will help them in some way, putting them in a better idea. And so for you, would you say there's a certain amount of general things that you've noticed have been helpful? Is it your communication skills? Is it being able to get them to negotiate? What would you say is the bigger takeaways? Good question. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it really is what you just said. It is more of a, an accumulation of different points that you need to have sharpened mm-hmm. and you need to have these points in 
mm-hmm. uh, in order to have everything flow smoothly. Mm. You know, it's like you can't be a master at pitching and in, 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 you can't be a master at um, delivering the product if you don't know how to communicate well or don't know how to mm. uh, build rapport that I think all of those points need to be in in order for for the sale to work mm-hmm. and you know there was actually a gentleman by the name of uh, Patrick Bolton I don't know if you ever heard of him or not mm. but he's mm-hmm. he is a uh, world-renowned sales trainer this guy would go off and, and train uh, large companies um, so this guy traveled all over the country all over the world and he actually did a seminar at Postcard Mania, mm. and there was something I took away from it that really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And there's really five key steps to a sale. Okay. And they're in order of importance. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, if you keep these five points in, uh, this is how you're going to get through that sale. Mm. And this really applies to anything you're selling. If number one or number two are out, you can forget about the other points because it's oh, not going to wow. matter. Okay. So, and then I'll give you an example. Yeah, please. So, number one is trust. You've got to know when someone's calling you or, or interested in wanting to buy a product from you, mm-hmm. they got to trust you. Now, you don't have to spend hours building their trust. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what, you know, the word trust is just simply, I can relate to this person or this person's a real person. If you're in America and you call uh, a company that's in America... But you get someone who's uh, maybe in Asia or India. It can kind of make you think this person's, I don't trust that this company is that legitimate. By you just being able to communicate to them, you know, you, you know, talk and say, hey, you know, I'm a real person. Here's what I do. Every time I get someone on the phone, I send them an email immediately if I have their email. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the leads we get have emails provided mm-hmm. and I'll send them my email. Mm. with my face on there ah, okay. you know because I have like a my signature has my face it has my name mm-hmm. and boom okay I'm talking to Brian mm. you know that's Brian phrase he's the sales guy this is where he works that's his signature so you just subtle things like that mm-hmm. will help build trust with someone I see because at that point you're no longer this random person on the yeah because at that point I'm no longer this stranger it's like oh that's I'm looking at the face of the guy I'm talking to mm. So, I mean, obviously, if you're in person, mm-hmm. the way that you're communicating, meeting them, shaking their hand, giving them the, the, the proper introduction, that right there is immediately building trust. Like, nice. oh, this is, you know, I know who I'm talking to. Yeah. It goes the same with, here's an example, like Ross. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to Ross, maybe not Ross, but let's say you... Skateboard shop. Skateboard yeah. shop, right? If you go in there and the guy's like, hey, dude, what's up? You know, what, you know, you looking to buy a new skateboard or, uh-huh. you know, you know, we got some new stuff in today. You know, what, what kind of boards do you like to skate? You know... That guy's really like you, you like him. He's like, wow, this yep. guy seems to understand what, what the what, what I'm in here for, right? Mm-hmm. So right there, boom, I trust the guy. Ah, uh, right. But you didn't go into the store because of that guy. No, right. People aren't calling Postcard Mania because of Brian. <laughs> you know, even were, though a lot of people like Brian. Sure, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but they're the reason they're calling, and this is number two, uh-huh. is uh, because of the reputation. Ah, uh, okay. So, you know, you got your trust and then your reputation. So, mm. if they call in to Postcarbenia and they've got Brian and I'm being a complete jerk, like, hey, what do you want? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll get to you when I have a chance. You know, screw this guy and they're going to hang up and right. they're not going to want to do business with us, right? Yeah. 
Hello, my friends. I want to enlighten you really fast on some new big news that I have for the new year. I started a side business and I love connecting with people in general. This is why I do the podcast. But if you would like to connect more with me and be partners and be friends and have our life be a little bit more entwined together, then I would love to talk with you and I would love to help you. And it is creating a secondary source of income. So if you would like to work with me and talk with me and and I can help you and we can work together, then this would be a great fit. And just visit me over at iantolson.com and send me an email and I will be more than happy to connect with you and share what I have going on because the best thing in the world is having a goal and this is definitely a style of creating your own life the way you'd want it to be. So reach out to me over at iantolson.com and I'll share the link in the show notes below so that you can do that if you want to. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys, and take care. So really, it's like you being that person on the phone, you know, being reliable, Mm. listening to them. This is all the trust factor. So that second point is the reputation. You know, and and examples of reputation would be uh, a website. Mm. So our company website is amazing. You know, we have a a wonderful uh, tech and marketing team that has, you know, is constantly doing... Uh, consumer uh, case studies and uh, all these different successes and, and we can share that with people so mm-hmm. people even just go to the website and they can make a decision on what they want and then all they got to do is call us because they've already done all their research hmm. mm-hmm. so you know i just bought a pair of you know red wing boots yeah i know exactly what yeah they're like baller boots oh right? yeah they're nice boots they're like I... really nice oh yeah they're, it was actually like like 300 bucks <laughs> yeah they're real nice <laughs> they're not messing around <laughs> no they are <laughs> so i just bought a pair of those with my uh, big bonus money from nice. top closing. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> so I just bought a pair of those, but I, I didn't just walk in, you know, you know, twiddling my thumbs being like, oh, what is this place? No, I spent a, I spent a few days, maybe in a week, looking at all the different models. I already uh, knew the price ahead of time, so it wasn't like a sticker shop. Right. Because you go into Red Wing Boots, it's like, you know, you're 300 bucks. You're like, oh, you got, you know. It's so, not a Ross. Yeah, it's not a Ross. It's, you know, they, don't, they don't have a discount section. No. So, you know, I had done all my research ahead of time. Yeah. Their reputation was already there. Yeah. They already knew who they were. You know, working at a company like I do, it makes the sales process very easy mm. because they already have the reputation there. Now, you know, the third most important part of a sale it's not the first. The first is trust. Second is reputation. Okay. The third is the product. Oh, okay, got it. So, so our company we sell postcards. Uh-huh. Now, not just any postcards. We, you know, we sell full campaigns. We, you know, well, you know what we do. We're just yeah. trying to t- tell everyone else. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but we basically help business owners who want to grow their business through the means of postcards in the mailboxes. We also do digital marketing, um, but we are not the only company that does that. Right. There are many other companies. Tens, twenty, dozens, you know, mm-hmm. all over the country. If someone wants to do postcards, they're going to buy postcards, whether it's from us, whether it's from our competition, mm-hmm. just like those Red Wing boots. Yeah. I could have gone to any store. Why did I go to that store? You know, it's <laughs> just like, so it, it, that wasn't that important. Right. You want to buy a new iPhone, you're just going to look up what's the closest iPhone store to me. Yeah. So that's what I did with the boots I bought. Mm. I wanted to go try them in person. Yeah. So I wanted to go to an actual physical store, but I... I had no, it, it didn't matter what store. Right. It's the product. It's just the shoes. I want the shoes. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth point, 
So we've got trust, mm-hmm. reputation, product, and the fourth point in a sale is the price. Okay. I was already sold on the product. I already knew the reputation of how nice Red Wing boots were because mm-hmm. of you know, their amazing brand, you know, they're American made, you know, all these qualities that I think, oh wow, handmade, you know, wow, really nice. <laughs> they're gonna last a long time. Yeah. People have given recommendations like, hey, you know, you gotta get these boots, the best top line, right? Uh-huh. Price was really the, the the fourth in the line and, and at that point I didn't care because I wanted the boots. Yeah. And then the in the fifth is just timing. Like okay. when are you gonna Oh, right? interesting. Okay. You know? So if any of the points before timing and pricing are out, yeah, you're not going to get a sale. Interesting. So if someone's calling into the company, in my company, and they don't want postcards, but I keep telling them, but I can get you a better price. I can get you a better price on uh... postcards. It doesn't matter. They don't want postcards. I think where a lot of people disconnect is... They don't figure out where <laughs> this person's at on their sales process, on, on, oh, the, on the buying I process see. of a sale. Mm-hmm. That's what I do when I get someone on the phone. I kind of figure out, okay, great. So have you ever heard about us? Oh, you have. Okay. So I'm thinking in my mind, oh, so they've already done some research. They, they already know a little bit of our reputation and our products. Mm-hmm. What have you heard about us? Mm-hmm. Or what, you know, you went on our website. Great. What did you see on your, our website that you liked? You're trying to get them to tell you about what kind of products they're already interested in. Mm-hmm. Because then at that point, you know that they, they've seen your website. They're impressed because they called. Or you know that they saw the ad online because they called. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that they're in- interested in the product. So at this point, now it's your job just to kind of use your great ability to communicate. Uh... To just push them along and say, hey, we can provide that product for you and we can handle this for you. And you know, when are you looking to do it? No, I, I want to do it uh, right away. Okay, great. You know, and then you can kind of get into the pricing points. And usually at that point, you know, if if you can deliver the product that they want, uh, and and the and the reputation's there, and they really like you, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, the reason my closing's so high is they like Brian. You know, at this point, I've I've done a consultation with them for about 30, 45 minutes. Yeah. And at this point, it's like, you know what, I, I do want to buy it from you because okay. I like you and I like your company. I see. Yeah. So it, it's the combination of the two where it's like the reputation, they, they have the reputation good, they understand the pricing point, yep. the all the other, the trust is in, yep. and it's kind of like those all weave together to the point of getting the clothes. Exactly. Okay. But I mean, the trust is number one. I see. You go to the Apple store and if no one comes up to you to help you, what are you going to do? Walk out. You're going to walk away. Yeah. They just lost the sale. Right. The guy's already there. He's ready to buy. Mm-hmm. But it all starts with you yeah you know whoever is going to be that first person saying hello so even you know if you have a receptionist mm-hmm. you want to train your receptionist to to really know their stuff mm. and to really you know answer the right questions and get them over to the appropriate people who's going to help them to that next step mm-hmm. so and if you're the person answering the phones you know you you got to answer enthusiastically and mm-hmm. it's really just kind of having all of those points in uh-huh. uh, to really complete the the process of the sale and then you know when you're when you actually have a lead that you know on the phone and you know nine times out of ten that person's not going to make the decision right away okay you know i, I wish they would right <laughs> it'd be <laughs> a know, lot easier it'd be a lot easier but you know there are considerations that people have and they are valid you know mm-hmm. you know maybe they have a team they really need to review this by or, uh, or maybe you know it's just they're, they're not ready to execute at this exact moment or 
they generally want to see, you know, maybe um, see if another company can offer something else or uh-huh. whoever, whatever these considerations might be. So it's also how you handle uh, the process after that first interaction. Oh, I see. You know, you go to these stores and say, hey, what's your email? They're getting your email so they can do some follow-up marketing to you. So they can re-engage with you again. You know, Red Wing books, Red Wings is another example. It's, hey, they just sent me an email say, hey, we're having a big summer special uh-huh. on some new boots. <laughs> I was like, oh, it kind of caught my eye a little bit. Maybe yeah. I'm not ready to buy another pair, but ways to continue the process. Right. So. What is the process you go through when you start getting rejection from people? Like, do you have a certain series of steps or a process or a way that makes you not feel burnt out or mm-hmm. negative about people anymore? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it is tr- it's tricky. There can be a, a, say, a call that I take and, and I think in my mind, I'm like, oh, this call's going great. Uh, this person's really into it. This, is, this, this person, I think they're, they're on the path of, of getting ready to place their order with me on this phone call. Yeah. And then something happens and it doesn't turn into a sale. Okay. Maybe not right then and there on that call. Uh-huh. And, you know, sure, you, you can get down on yourself. You can doubt yourself. You can say, oh, you know what? I should have said this or I should have done that. But all that does is it, it, it stops your ability to think in the future. Okay. And it, and it kind of clouds you. Uh, and, and, I, and it took me a while to, to get over this. You know, sometimes... You know, maybe you just have a guy on the phone, he's being a jerk, and he's just like, hey, I'm not interested in anything you have to say. I just want the price. Just give me the price of what you're offering, and that's all I want. You know, and it's and, it, and it's a difficult call. And by the time you get off the phone with the guy, you kind of feel like, oh, man, that, that guy really rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm kind of in a bad mood now. Yeah. You know, it's how do I get through it? It's I trust in my ability. Mm-hmm. I'm confident in myself, and I know that not everyone's like that person. Mm. You know, you are going to get on the phone with someone else who generally wants your help. Okay. And generally wants to listen. I see. And is very interested and is really just like, you know what? I've done my research. I've done my research on your company. I'm ready to talk to you. Uh, Tell me about your products and how you can help my business. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to be able to, you know, if you're thinking in that call that you just had and you go into another call with that attitude, Uh negative, it's going to reflect on the person you're talking to. Oh, I see. So there is a bit of a reset that needs to be, that needs to happen. And, and everyone's reset is, is different. Uh Sometimes you need to just get up and, and walk around the office. Okay. Maybe walk to the bathroom. Uh-huh. Just splash some water on your face. <laughs> go go to the go to the uh, the kitchen. Get some water yeah. or whatever you need to do. But then come back. You know, if, I used to do this thing where I would just I would just like yell out a, a curse <laughs> or, or something. Or I, or I just I I just go to my neighbor next to me and be like, you know, that guy was a real jerk. Or I'd probably say something a little bit more vulgar, but right. I'm being recorded. So I'm not <laughs> it's all good. But, you know, the <laughs> idea is, you, but you, the rule is for me, say it once and move on. Oh, wow. Don't bring it up again. Okay. Don't talk about that one guy, that one time that was a jerk. Okay. That's just going to keep your mind in the past and it's not going to let you move on to bring in and, and pull those positive things your way. I see. So you're ignoring it. You 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 ignore it, and you 
you just got to accept that that's the way it is. Okay. You know, not everyone you talk to. I mean, I, I'm, I'm closing, you know, at the top of my level out of the company I work at, out of 40 reps. Yeah. And I'm still only closing 44%. Only. Only. No, but the point is, it's like <laughs> half, over half the people I'm talking to, and I maybe around 10 to 15 consultations a week. Okay. Okay. So it's usually a couple of day, maybe three or four a day. Where I'm really sitting there, sometimes it's more, but I'd say the average is, you know, even taking into account maybe the slower months like summer and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So out of 60, 70 people I talk to, half of them, over half of them aren't going to do business with me. Okay. So I'm getting rejected more than I'm succeeding. Interesting. <laughs> if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's right? true. Yeah. And what you really got to do for anyone who uh, is going to reject your service because you want to be able to free up your time mm-hmm. to spend on people who are genuinely interested. Mm-hmm. So the way that you do that is by getting a firm answer from that person on the phone at the beginning of or the first time you talk to them, mm. or maybe the second time you talk to them. In terms of where their decision yeah, like, is processed? Are you into this idea oh, or are you not? Please let me know either way mm-hmm. because if you are, great. I'm your guy. I'm going to help you. If not, that's totally fine. Yeah. I would just like to know... So that I don't need to keep calling you. <laughs> or I don't need to keep emailing. Because, you know, you, you, you're going to spend time and and you're, you're going to get excited. Uh, you'll see this guy's account. Oh, this was that guy who I quoted this big campaign for. And he said he was interested, but he's not answering my calls. Interesting. You know, I'd rather have someone say, Brian, no, not interested. I see. On the first call. Rather than say, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. But then I call them for the next month. Not every day, but, you know. No, right. You follow up every you know few days, maybe once a week. And then they finally just start blocking my call. Oh, I see. And they ghost you. You know, that doesn't happen all the time, but it definitely happens. Okay. And you just got to know that some people and some, you know, not everyone's the same. Not everyone has uh, the ability to take rejection the way I do. Right. Not everyone has the ability to communicate on things and, and talk about uncomfortable things like I do. Some people's response is just about, you know what, I'm going to avoid it. Oh, it's I kind see. of like a, the avoiding avoiding the situation as opposed to confronting and say, hey, Brian, listen, I know we talked on the phone. I know we spent a long time and I told you I was interested. But to be honest, this really doesn't fit into the plans. I had a big expense come up and I'm not going to be able to afford this. And I really apologize for telling you I could. No one's really going to say that. No, right. You know, it's very rare. Right. And when they do, I say, hey, Ian, I really appreciate that. <laughs> right. <laughs> or whoever the person is. Yeah. Right? Hey, I totally get it. But you leave it on a good note. Okay. When you're ready to make that decision, I want to be your guy. So uh, will, you, will you remember me when you're ready to come back to this? I will. And you, believe it or not, they will. You know, I, I do get a lot of sales that way too, where huh. people come back and I quoted them a year ago. Or, hey, Brian, we talked at the beginning of the year. I told you I was going to come back. I'm ready to do something <laughs> now. And you're like, Interesting. Great. And that's the timing aspect of it. Exactly. Okay. That's the timing. We had everything. They liked it. You know, maybe the pricing worked at that exact time, but then something came up. The timing just didn't work out. Yeah. What would you say is your one of your longer follow-up times that you've had with someone where you started it and then was it like a year later or was it like six months or what, are you, what would you say? Yeah, that's a good question. Usually, you know, the way that we are, you know, closing process is tracked or graded at our company is usually about a month and a half. Okay. So you have about a month and a half between a month to a month and a half from when you talk to someone uh-huh. to when you can close them 
and basically uh, get a bonus for that close, I guess. I'd love to get anyone's business, regardless of whether or not I'm getting a bonus off of getting their business in that month and a half. But usually, uh, I will follow up with someone. The more times you can follow up closer to the original phone call you had, uh-huh. the higher potential that you're going to convert them into a customer. Okay. That's just a fact. Right. I, you know, If I talk to someone in the morning, say, hey, uh, I'm going to call you at the end of the day. Okay. Like that's how fast of a follow-up I do. Oh, wow. And, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people do that, but... And, and it doesn't always, you know, sometimes I go, oh, whoa, 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 I'm, I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Yeah, today doesn't work for me. It's, <laughs> it's got to be tomorrow. But what if I were to say, hey, I'm going to follow up with you tomorrow. Oh, you know what? Wait a week. Oh, and then all this time goes by. Yeah, you know, you so I say, okay, it's, and it's 10 o'clock right now. Uh, I leave here at 6. Why don't I call you at 5 and we can reconnect and see, you know, what your team thinks of it. Yeah. You know, I don't ask them. I say, why don't we do this? Because the more the more you're able to control the follow up, yeah. the more you're able to really control when the money's going to come in I see. and when you're going to get the sale. And one thing I've noticed, especially with business owners, and that trust point is really strong. You mm. know, it's number one in what I just went over as far as the most important part of a sale, right? Mm-hmm. So if you give someone, yeah, call me, call me at the end of the day, Brian. Because by the time you call them at the end of the day. They've had, you know, they're thinking, oh man, Brian's going to call me. I got to have a decision for this guy. And whether the decision's yes or no, at least I have the decision. Right. And now I know, okay, great. Let's get you, let's get you moving. Or, okay, you didn't have time today. Okay. What time tomorrow should I check in with you? Want me to call you in the morning? Oh, in the afternoon. Okay. What time in the afternoon? So I always set up really firm appointments. I see. That's another thing. Think of it from a business owner's perspective. Your, you know, their time is very valuable. You know, if they're setting an appointment for someone to come into their office or podcast with you and don't show up for an hour, you're going to be like, what, what the heck happened? Right. It's going to leave a really bad taste in your mouth, right? Same thing for them. It's like when I set an appointment, they're going to know the importance of how, to, how valuable their time is. Okay. So nine times out of 10, they're going to respect my time. Nice. And they're, they're usually going to meet the appointment. Uh, but I know your question was like, how far along, right? I will say that I, you know, after about a month and a half to two months of follow-up, I usually will kind of keep them in my radar and to check in with them once a month hey still never heard from you huh and at that point obviously they've probably done something else or they figured out another solution for what they were wanting to do but if i get them on the phone again it's like hey you know i, I know we talked in the past and did you ever find a solution for that oh you know what brian no you know things took a bad turn or um, i didn't but i'm really glad you called because i want to revisit that with you uh. great but you always got to keep things light i never make people wrong hey ian <laughs> you were supposed to call me, man. What the hell happened? You were supposed to call me. Bailed on me and you ghosted me. That's not what you do. You just be happy that they're on the phone and say, hey, you know what? I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Here's a real life example. And this is something that actually happened to me that made me have a completely different view on a business owner's perspective. So I don't own my own business. I work as a commission at a sales job for someone else's business. But I'm a very busy guy. But the point I'm making is... About six, seven months ago, I wanted to change my car insurance. Okay. I knew there was a, I just got a new car and I knew there must be a better option than what I was paying. Oh yeah. So I did some research, I got some quotes Uh and I found something that worked for me. I just needed to get on the phone with the guy from State Farm Uh and say, yes, let's finalize this. Let's, let's push it through. The guy called me 10 times, literally every time he called me. I, I had my baby in my hand. He had just gone to the bathroom or he had just did a little puke up of his food or like I couldn't answer this guy's call. Yeah. And he called me in the day I was working 
I try to call him on my lunch break and we would just miss each other. Yeah. It wasn't that I didn't want him to help me sign up my insurance policy. Uh-huh. The timing was just off. Uh, and and I'm not even a business owner. So think about a small business owner uh-huh. who has kids, who's running his own business, who probably has to run uh, errands, who has to go to the post office, to go to the bank to deposit his checks that came in for people paying. You know, it's like, I'm just thinking about how busy a business owner is. Yeah. To catch them at the right time, it's not that the business owner who had that great conversation with you is ignoring you all the time. Right. Because that's the that's the one way to think of it. Oh, this guy's just ignoring me. He's blowing me off. But maybe it's just, hey, I definitely want to talk to Brian, but I've got three kids, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I've got to run from work straight to soccer practice, and then after soccer practice, we got to drop Timmy off at... His, house, his parents' house, and then I got to take my kid home, and then I got to get them to bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, at that point, it's 10 o'clock at night. Oh, uh, and it's the timing's it's too, off. The timing's off, right? Uh-huh. So the point I was making is just because they're not answering your call doesn't mean you need to get negative. Okay. Just thinking of it as like, hey, okay, fine. We missed, you, you've got to stay positive. The, the thing with sales is <laughs> it's, it's forcing yourself to stay positive. Even if you don't, even if you're having a bad day, even yeah. if you're having a bad week, You've got to stay positive. That energy, you, is, you can feel it on the mm. phone call. You can feel the energy. So when someone does finally pick up, Brian, <laughs> I'm so sorry I missed you last week. I've been so busy. I say, Ian, don't worry about it. I've got a seven-month at home. I totally get it. Wow. Boom. It broke the ice. They get it. We laugh. You know, things are all good. And now we can be like, you know what? I'm so happy we're on the phone now together. Nice. Let's get this mid motion. Let's get everything set up. And, and then at that point, you know, they don't feel bad. And, and you're like, don't worry about it. You know, so that's something that changed for me too. And, and it took having a baby and all these things <laughs> to be like, I totally get it now. And so the goal is to have a baby. Yeah. That's, so the moral of this story is have a baby and, you know, and, you know, you'll understand. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and so... It's interesting with sales, for example, because you use it every day. Yeah. But a lot of people, let's say in the restaurant industry or in people's day-to-day lives mm-hmm. or in you have people who work in construction, for example. Yeah. They, they're not thinking with that kind of stuff, right? Totally. But how would you, considering you have your sales background, where do you feel it applies? Because it, you obviously closed your wife. Of course. Type of thing, which is great on you. Yeah, yeah. What other places, including that one, would you say it's valid? You're selling yourself every day. Uh, You are selling people why uh, they should listen to you. Mm -hmm. Your friends on on decisions that you want to make as a team. Yeah. I, I use it everywhere. And it's not like I'm going into every conversation with like, okay, how am I going to sell this guy? <laughs> For example, you skateboard. Yeah. Now, when you go to do an ollie, are you sitting there like, okay, here comes this big ollie. Uh, okay, I'm going to do this big ollie right now. It's like, you just do it. Yeah. Because you've done it so many times, right? Right. How many ollies have you done in your entire lifetime of skating? It's impossible. Tens of thousands? At thousands? Least, yeah. Okay. So think about that from a sales point. Like, you've got to do it. You've uh, got to do it so much that it just becomes natural. I see. You know, for And it's just like anything. Like, if I were to get on a skateboard right now... 
it would take me many attempts to get to do an all I used to be able to do it when I was like oh, yeah? 15. Yeah, no like way. 15, 16. Right on. For anyone who doesn't work in, in, in the phone sales or like directly selling a product, you know, to a business owner or consumer, it's just one of those things where you got to practice it. Let's say I don't like this restaurant that my mother-in-law likes to go to. Okay. I don't. She likes to go to this specific restaurant near her house and I just don't like the food there. I love food. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I just don't like that restaurant. Right. Just personally, I don't. You know, I don't like it. The, the water is very bad. The tap water. Ah, okay. And, I'm, and if I'm, and if the water is bad, oh, I don't know. It gives how's me, the food going? How's be? the food? Right. Yeah, so yeah. Something I'll do, and then this is just like a little subtle thing. Is like, hey, why don't we try something new? <laughs> okay. You know, and, and it's just, it's not. I'm not saying, hey, I don't like that place. I see. It's just how you're wording things. Yeah. And. and you start realizing that you're using sales all the time, uh-huh. but you're doing it in a way that's not making the other person feel like you're criticizing them. I see. In a way, it's like I'm I'm selling her on this other idea, uh... but I'm not making her wrong and saying, oh, you just want to spend all the money on useless stuff we don't need, and you're wasting all of my hard-earned money, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. It's more of, it comes from a different flow. I see. So It comes from a help flow. It comes from a help. Instead of saying, no, I don't want you to Uber, you just waste money. That's a ripoff. I see. It's which a is making her wrong. Which makes her wrong. So flip it in a way where it comes from a level of help, at a point of help, you know? And, you know, that, so that's something that I do all the time. And real quick, you had said selling people on something. Yeah. And when I've looked this up, it's like convincing somebody to do something. Sure. Okay. Right. Just to clarify that. That, that is like a, that is, it's actually funny because I don't know what dictionary it is, but <laughs> I knew that there was a definition of sales at one point to sell was to help uh-huh. now in modern dictionaries you'll you probably find a definition for this sales is to trick oh yeah like they're, right? they're selling they're tricking me Ooh. Yeah, yeah you know you ever heard someone say oh you're just trying to sell me right or like someone knocks on the door or, you know there's good sales and bad sales there's people mm-hmm. and it's all just resorts and how well you can communicate and control the conversation you know, and you feel it. You Im- immediately feel it when someone's like, "Hey, boss. Hey, uh, yo, you're looking so fly today. Oh, uh, yeah." And they're trying to give you all these weird compliments. You're like, "I don't need all that." Right. You know, just talk to me. Like, yeah. "What's up, man?" You what's know, going on? What you know, just talk to me like a normal person. So people put on this whole mock-up of like, "Okay, yo, you the man." You know, it's like you don't need to do all these like little nice little uh, unneeded uh, compliments and. <laughs> Sure, like compliment someone, but right. you know, to go over and beyond, and it, it starts coming off or rubbing them off the wrong way. Yeah, sales is all about is how can I help this person? I'm not going to try to sell something to someone that they don't need. Yeah, you know, I've had clients call in, and I and I'm honest with them. Hey, you know, I really appreciate you calling me, uh-huh. uh, but I'm being honest with you. I don't think that our product's going to help uh, solve the problem you're looking for. Interesting. You know, I think you'd be better off maybe uh, starting with a website. Ah. Or maybe just starting off with maybe just having some cards that you can have uh, to maybe hand out to people just to build awareness of, of who you are and your brand. Yeah. Uh, I don't think doing a full, you know, fledged campaign where you put thousands of dollars into your business to grow is going to be the right move for you at this point in time. It's coming from a help flow for me. I might not get the sale, but at the end of the day, I feel better. I've helped someone and now I can continue going on. And, and those type of people are going to remember that. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, hey, you know what, Brian, uh, my name is Ian, and you helped a friend of mine. <laughs> uh, you, you told a friend of mine that he should go 
uh, do this directly with the post office because it was cheaper. Yeah. And uh, because you did that, uh, he he told me that I should call you because I uh, own a dental practice. Wow. And um, I have a fifty thousand dollar yearly budget <laughs> uh, in marketing, and I want to work with a company like you guys yeah. who really help people. I have had situations like that happen. Really? Not necessarily with a dentist with fifty grand. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I've definitely had that that happen where I was like, hey, uh, you helped so and so. And they were really pleased with your service, and, and uh-huh. they uh, they want to work with you, and that's happened. That's great, and and, it, and it's the biggest compliment. Our okay. product that we sell, we don't sell the price. We don't advertise that we're not the cheapest. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you know, there's the dollar cheeseburger at uh, McDonald's, yeah, and then there's the fifteen dollar burger at uh, Angus Steakhouse or whatever, right. you know, wherever you go, right? So you're buying quality we advertise you know reputation how well how long we've been doing this and people will see the value in that that's usually how i get a lot of my clients is from from me helping them i take time out of my day to explain the process of how everything's going to work for them yeah i've had three or four people this year alone and and it's become so common that i it doesn't even phase me i'm just like that's right that is the the universe you know, making, <laughs> aligning to, to make things right. Uh, I've had people call me back and say, Brian, uh, I mean, maybe three weeks after I do an initial cons- consultation, we have a great talk and they're like, Brian, I'm going to be honest, or that I need to review this with. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to make a decision today, but you will be hearing from me. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I will hear from them. Maybe I won't. Okay. okay. <laughs> but um, I'm going to move on and I'm going to keep doing what I do. Yeah. But then they'll call three weeks huh. later and say, hey, Brian. Remember me? You and I spoke. <laughs> I just want to let you know, uh, I called three other companies. You are not the cheapest. Right. Uh, but I want to let you know that we're going to move forward with you because you were the only person who helped me. Oh, wow. Or you were the only person who took the time to explain yeah. why I should do it this way as opposed to my way and how doing it your way is going to be more effective uh, and more cost effective for me in the long run. I see. So because you explained that to me, we want to go with you. Nice. That and, and I was just like, wow, thank you so much for telling me. That. <laughs> you know, that makes everything I do make sense. And it's just like, okay, good. Cool. That's working. So I'm going to keep doing it that way. Nice. Um, overall, if you're just thinking with the idea of uh, say what's on your mind. Yeah. In sales, it's, uh, I do that a lot. Hey, Brian, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to shop around with another company. Oh, I totally get it. Uh, just out of curiosity, why do you want to do that? Interesting, pulling information from yeah. them versus being like, being no. like okay, no problem. Uh-huh. Well, call me when you've made your decision. Okay. No, it's like you're not going to get the sale that way. Right. You've got to really push. Well, Brian, honestly, uh, I want to see if there's a better price. Okay? okay. I can understand that. Yeah. You know, what were you wanting? You know, you then you could take up that consideration I or that see. objection. You know, I, that's, you know, going, you know, we're kind of hopping to a different thing. But one thing I will say about the closing when you get to the point where you've asked for the money and you're waiting for them to make the decision and they're not making that decision to go in the direction you want, you've got to ask more questions and you've got to get to the root of where they're really at. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like that, that the example I just gave you. Brian, I, I think we're going to shop around. Okay, I get it. You know, Is there something that you're looking for in another company that I haven't offered you? That's a really good question. Yeah, right? Yeah. Because it's not a... It, was I rude? Not at all. 
I was just genuinely curious, right? Right. It's just more of a curiosity than like a you're wrong. Or They're not going to hang like up that. on you. No. They're not going to be like, oh my god, he's you, you want them to tell you information. Exactly. And well, Brian, to be honest, I, I'm I'm telling you something that happened on a call, and, and it was a first time caller, and I asked him this question, and I got the order from him. No way. Yeah. Yeah. It was a call, and, and it wasn't a huge order. It was you know, a couple grand, good decent starter campaign, right? Yeah. Uh, he said, Brian, you know, I appreciate your time. We had been on the phone for about a half hour, maybe 40 minutes. Okay. He said, I appreciate your time, but I, I'm going to shop around. And I said, okay, I totally get it. You know, is there something that you're looking for in another company that I haven't offered you? He says, well, there's two things. One, I want to see, and this is a real estate agent. Yeah. And he was saying, well, I want to see if uh, there's an, a way uh, for you to, uh, or company to find uh, mailing lists of people who've listed their home but haven't sold it yet. Uh-huh. And I said, okay, I understand that. And what else? He's like, and I'm looking for a better, to see if there's a better price. So I said, and so I handled each one of the considerations. The first one I said, oh, wow. hey, listen, I totally get it that you want to find that list. You know, that is a very specialized list. I know, and this is just me working with real estate agents over the last three or four years. Yeah. Uh, I know that that is a very specialized list. And, and it's usually only reserved for other real estate agents who have access to a very certain type of uh, mailing list file. And he's like, oh, you know what? That's what I thought. But my, by me just answering that question for him and uh, handling it, saved him the time of having to call another company yeah, and then go through the whole cycle again of talking on the phone. And I, I immediately handled that. He's like, okay, you know, that's what I thought. But okay, thanks for telling me that. And the second thing, and the price, why don't we do this? And this is where negotiation comes in. Yeah. We could do a whole other thing on negotiation. <laughs> well, what I just said, hey, listen, why don't we do this? Uh, this is your first time calling. I know that my management team offers bigger incentives for first-time callers. Let me see if I, you know, if I can get my manager to to maybe offer a little bit of a bigger discount. Uh-huh. Uh, since this is your first time calling, uh, do you think we can just get this locked in now? Um, yeah, I think we could. Uh-huh. Okay, great. You know, and then at that point, I just went, okay, so we're, you know, right now we're at X amount. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna ask my manager if we can bring it down to to, to X amount here. Uh, if I could save you an extra hundred fifty bucks, uh, I think we can just get this locked in now. Brings it down to two grand even. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we can make that happen. I was like, great. Let me get the approval on that. You know what I mean? Like, so then I got the order. There are many people who would just take that. Oh, I need a shop around. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let me know when you're ready. And they wouldn't have asked those questions. They wouldn't have gotten the sale. Yeah. So you know, it's important to really uh, ask the questions that are on your mind in sales. Okay. Because if you don't. Chances are you're not going to have the opportunity to ask him those questions again. Well, this has been a fantastic episode. I am so glad Brian was on here as a guest. And if you enjoyed the show, if you like the things on this podcast, if you would like others to hear it, then you should please share it. That would just be fantastic. I would beyond appreciate you if you could share it with other people. That would be very, very helpful. And overall, just keep being awesome. I really am glad that I get to do this and I get to connect with awesome people like Brian and there's more good things coming on the way. I might even have a co-host in the future and that would be super exciting. And I talked with him the other day and he's such a fun guy to talk with. You just listen to him and you're like, wow, you are a character. I love this. (laughs) So keep being awesome, my friends, and we'll connect soon. Cheers. So that, that's one of the biggest things that I've seen for me in the closing part of the sale. If I have a consideration about something, ask them. You know, we do a lot of marketing online. We spend 
tens of thousands, maybe hundreds. I don't know how much we spend, but it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, our company makes, you know, $55 million a year in, oh my in revenue. Yeah. Right. Right. So definitely spending a, a large amount on marketing. <laughs> I'd say at least maybe 10%. Who knows? Uh-huh. But um, the point is, you know, I, I've, have you ever heard someone say this? Oh, well, you're the first person I've talked to. You ever heard that? Oh, that, for know, sure. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm not ready to make the decision because you're the first person I called. Uh-huh. I actually hear that more often than you you think. And, and you know what I ask them? What? Why were we the first person that you called? Ah, okay. You know, why were we... Well, you were the first person I saw on Google. Exactly. <laughs> we were the first person you saw on Google because we're the best at what we do. Uh, you know what I mean? Like Going back to reputation on it. Going back to reputation. And... And you know it's it's not you know it's, I'm not being rude it's it's just more of like a and, and usually they'll laugh like oh you <laughs> you make a good point you know we spend all this money on marketing because we're so good at it yeah uh, don't you want to work with a company who who's that <laughs> good at marketing and, and they can do it for your business uh-huh. yeah I, I really do okay good well let's talk about you taking you to the next step here and getting your order placed you know what I mean yeah. and another thing is you want to ask questions where they have to say yes. Oh, good. Okay, I get Never, it. Never, <laughs> you know, don't present them with a question where it's like, no. Okay. Like, be, you know, so that question I just asked, don't you want to work with a company uh, who's going to be that good at marketing for you? I where see. they say, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that idea. They're going to say, yeah, I do. <laughs> Great. Well, then you're talking to the guy that's going to help make that happen. Nice. So let's get you started. Then you handle the next consideration if there is okay. one. Okay. Nice. Or if there isn't one, you just, great. Let's get, let's get things moving. You know, it's not this... You know, uh, there, it's, there's not this big secret. You know, you, you watch these movies like Wolf of Wall Street. Uh-huh. And, you know, they, they've, they've got this perfect little pitch they say. And, okay, be quiet after these ask for the money. Don't say anything. You know, sure, there's some truth to that. You don't want to, like, over-talk them when right. they're trying to make a decision. But there's no, like, secret word to say. It's just having, like, listening, handling the considerations they have, always coming up with a solution. Ah, okay. To their problem, right? Uh-huh. I went to the mall about a year ago, and I bought a pair of Adidas. Okay. And I wanted to buy a new pair of shoes. I didn't know what I wanted, but I saw these these shoes in the in in the window. Okay. There was some. There were like these black and white Adidas, like really cool. And I was looking at them from outside, and the person inside saw me looking at them. I walked in, and I was like looking around and I was just and she came up to me and she's like were you looking at those Adidas at the window ah, okay. and I said yeah I was she's like we have those and they're on sale I said really she's like yeah uh, what size shoe are you huh she didn't ask me like do you want to try them on she said what size shoe are you I said oh, I'm ten and a half I'm gonna go get them for you okay this is good control yeah this is I was like okay cool uh-huh. she's gonna go get them for me right she, she took the considerations out of it do you want to try them on? She says like, "Hey, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go get them for you, right?" Yeah. She brought them out, and and, and the this, I'm talking more of like solutions, right? Okay. Yeah. She's like, I, I tried them on, and I was like, you know what? This uh, it's a little tight. Uh huh. She's like, okay, well, let me see if I have the size up. Ah. Uh. And she's like, you know what? We don't have the size up. Uh, I only have that that size on the on the floor model, and I can't sell you that one. But what I can, you know, but try it on. Does that one you know, fits you? Okay, good. I can have these shipped to your house tomorrow. Wow. Okay. So solution. Solution. Yeah. I can have them shipped to your house tomorrow, and I'm not going to charge you shipping. 
Wow. Okay. Another solution. Another solution. You're not having to worry about the price on the shipping anymore. Exactly. So she was thinking in solutions as opposed to walking in and be like, sorry, man, um, we don't have that size anymore. I see. Because she could easily do that. She could have easily said, sorry, we're all out. But she's like, no, let me do this. We, we have some at um, another store location. Uh, Foot Locker over there, they are, they're going to ship it from their location straight to your house. You'll have it by tomorrow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do overnight shipping. I see. So when it comes to sales in general, it's a lot of the decision-making process. Yeah. And so when you're guiding someone towards a decision, you're applying the other factors that we've talked about earlier uh-huh. to assist them in that process. Exactly. And that's what that woman did as well because she knew you wanted the shoe. Uh-huh. And she was giving you solutions of how you could get it because yeah. you're saying, I have this problem. She was like, okay, good. I have this solution and yeah. this solution. Exactly. You know, and it's like, I, I was like, oh, you don't have the shoe. She saw my indicators and my face go, oh man. Well, okay. I'll, I guess I'll walk around. It's like, don't worry though. I've got an idea. You know, it's like she, was, she, she got the sale because she just controlled the whole thing. I was like, wow. great. That was so smooth. She was one of the best salesmen I've ever seen. Wow. And she should be working with me. <laughs> we should start a business together. Should, yeah, no, but it's, you know, it's just, uh, but, but it's an example of, so when I have a client on the phone, it's like, well, honestly, Brian, um, I don't think you guys are going to be able to get the design I want. Don't worry. We have a professional in-house team uh, and we include unlimited revisions on your design until you're 100% satisfied. I see. So if we need to go back to the drawing board, we're not going to charge you anything extra for it, and I'll make sure they rush it for you so we get this done very fast. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, you can do all that? Wow. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let's do that. You know what I mean? It's like solutions. Yeah. People want to work with people who, who are excited and mm. have solutions. Yeah. You know, you go buy a suit. I don't know if you've ever bought a suit. <laughs> Keep going. But I went and bought a suit for a wedding. Yeah. I had to buy a suit because all the suits I had were from like three years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm a bit bigger than I was three years ago. I've got, I've got what they call a, a big dad bod. An extra, an extra large dad bod, right? Okay. But, um, so I had to go get fitted for a new suit. And you know, I walked in and the lady's just like, she just took control. She was very enthusiastic. She's like, great. What's this for? Is this for work? Is this for a wedding? Blah, blah, blah. And, and everything I said, oh, oh, the legs are too small. I'll have this tailored and done for you by uh, Tuesday. Okay. Or I'll have it done in two days. Does that work? Yeah, that works. Okay, good. You know, it's like just solutions, taking the stop away. I see. And And that's what the sale's all about. Nice. And so does that also apply for you when you came out to Florida? You saw it as a solution or something that helped you in some way? Definitely. You know, it's like there's, uh, I did have some friends here. Okay. You know, I do know that, you know, the, the cost of living is less. So that's like a good reputation in your mind. Good reputation. Yeah. Okay. um, uh, there was, you know, my church is here and, you know, my, you know, obviously the, the, the woman I, I loved was here and yeah. uh, I, I had an opportunity for a job okay. to work at Postcard Mania. You yeah. know, these are all, these, these were all reasons why finding solutions to all these considerations I had, well, I how am I going to work? My wife was like, you can work at, you know, my, my aunt, she works at this company here. She has this company. You can work there. I was like, oh, great. You know, I'll, I'll uh-huh. work there. You know what I mean? It's like. That handled the solution. I see. So in a way, she was selling you on coming Definitely. out to Florida too. She was selling, yeah, they, we, and, and I was like, well, where am I going to stay? I already have an apartment. Okay. Our, you know, so she, she sold me too. <laughs> it works both ways. Yeah. But she was coming up with solutions as well. So it's, it, it happens 
you know, she when she really wants something, she she gets it too. And so she really wanted me to move here. Or when I expressed, like, I, I think I want to move there, she came up with uh, uh, handling all my considerations. So because I had all those considerations handled, the, the, the transition over here was very smooth. Nice. I was like, okay, well, well how am I going to get all my stuff? I was like, you know what? I'll just sell it. Like I had, you know, furniture because of my place I was staying at in L.A. Okay. Well, I'll just sell it or I'll, I'll give it away to people or, or whatever. Or, or how am I going to get my truck out here? I'll just drive it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Solutions. And it's, so you'll, or my wife is like, just drive out here. You know what? Matter of fact, take your best buddy and you guys do like a little road trip. Make a weekend of it. <laughs> so we did. We went, you know, we stayed in Texas and then we went to uh, uh, Oklahoma. You know, we went to a couple places. Cool. I had like a little road trip with my buddy. I see. So think, you know, you, you've got to always think of solutions and that's, uh, people who think like that. Yeah. Uh, are going to get what they want nice. and they're, they're, they're going to get the sale. That's what I'll say about that. That's great, man. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I like how you have your professional career and how you're also able to apply it in other areas as well. Oh, yeah. It's really important. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, and I never really, sh- I mean, it. you don't really shut it off. You know, you're always, you're always going to use those tools no matter what you do. Uh-huh. You know, so sales is something that I think everyone should know. Yeah. Everyone should, you know, regardless of what people think of sales, oh, salesmen are, you know, Blah, 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 you know, you should learn it uh-huh. because if you're, uh, there's two people always being sold, you know, you know, s- the person selling you why you shouldn't do it or you telling them why they should do it. You know, someone's always going to get sold on a phone. Uh, I see a statement about that. It's either you're being yeah. sold or you're being, or you're, con- or you're doing the selling. Exactly. I, I don't know the exact wording, I think but it's, it's definitely, Grant. it's Grant Cardone. Yeah. He talks about that in, um, Sell or be sold. I think that's the. I think that's where it comes from. The Either concept. be sell or yeah. get sold. Yeah, there's two people that are going to get sold. Yeah. In a phone call, it's it's either the person calling in mm. is going to sell you on why they can't do it. Right. Or you're going to sell them on why they can't do it. Right. Yeah. And that also applies to other things like that we've just discussed as well. It's either because yeah. because it, your wife could have been very easily like, oh, you can't. Or yeah. you could have been easy, like, oh, I can't. And exactly. Can't. And the convincing would have been to not go towards the item. Exactly. But instead, you were both convincing. You you had a, a you had a desire, yeah. and then she matched it with solutions. Exactly. You know, okay. I I wanted her to come to L.A. Oh, okay. I was like, hey, come to L.A. I have a family business. You, you can work here if you need a job. You know, you know if you want to be so you know connected to your church, we ah. have a church out here. You yeah. know, it's like there's there's a lot of. Um, solutions on my end too uh-huh. but she just sold me <laughs> yeah but nice yeah so I'm, I'm happy i came out here though so that's great Got this great job and yeah. things are going really good that's awesome man yeah. yeah and it's been really nice meeting you too i mean we ended up how long ago was that now i was like almost two years i don't know I think yeah so. you've been on, it, how long you've been out here? about two years yeah yeah so i think i met you yeah two years ago and then you I know you worked at Postcard Mania for a little while. Yeah, you sold me on working there. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Actually, what's funny is you actually got me to buy products from them, too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, so if you need postcards, Brian's the man. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, you know, Brian Phrase, Postcard Mania. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, man. Cool. Well, I think this has been wonderful. Yeah, this really. has been great. I uh, I know there's like no strict uh, curriculum that we stuck to, but there's... <laughs> 
if you want to do this again, I, I can cover specific topics. If, if cool. you or anyone you know wants to know more, I'd be happy to go over that in another time too. That'd be great. Cool, dude. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. Of course. Appreciate you Thanks being for having here. me. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, dude. I'm glad you're here. I don't know what time it is. My wife's probably like, where are you at? <laughs> cool, dude. Cool, man. Sweet. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Yeah.